Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. The disappointment you also feel is my responsibility. I lost my temper. What is the nature of your thoughts? The word was F-A-R-T. Hello. Hello. Hello and welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring. This is a free episode. Yay. You lucky ducks. You lucky fuckers. You people. (sighs) Anyway, hello Jesse, how are you? I am decent. Yeah. I am feeling robust i am feeling um sensual. smooth and sensual I nice am, robust smooth sensual and i'm definitely feeling uh bulbous so great yeah, how well are you i think we can all hope to feel bulbous in 2023 <laughs> it's the least we can ask for <laughs> <laughs> i i am good i'm very excited to do this episode because i have a very interesting topic I'm very enthusiastic. I'm also using the word very too much. You should change and, um, very in exchange for bulbous. You should yeah, I'm bulbous. bulbous about doing this. Uh, <laughs> so, um, and I want to skip over the uh, small talk dimension just because I have quite a lot to talk about. 
Fine. Fine. Yes. Do it. Not like anything important happened to me this week. It's totally fine. Tell us next week. If you can remember it, then it, was, de- it wasn't important otherwise. I won't remember. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so so when I came to Canada, one thing I did not think about factoring in moving here yeah. was guns and the gun culture. Right. Okay. That's fair. So, so but uh, obviously during lockdown, I was roughly you know, you know, relatively closer than I would have liked to have been to, to the mass shooting that happened in Nova Scotia. I'm not going right. to talk about that in detail because it's should be dealt with sensitively. And this is a, this is not a sensitive, this show. is not a sensitive show. So <laughs> um, out of respect, I'm not going to go into it, but straight after it happened, yeah. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau banned 15,000 makes of and models of what was described as a military-grade assault-style firearms and pledged to buy them all back from their owners straight after the shooting happened. Wow. Now, that made me feel good, mm-hmm. especially after that. Hey, someone's taking action. But I now kind of question that because of the conversation I went on. On Reddit? Yes. Yeah. But it's bled over into the you, real world. It's bled into the real world now? Yeah. So What? So, uh, so it's gone. So I, I, I knew that you posted a question on Reddit. I didn't realize. I'll get to my question now. Okay. So, so it made me start thinking about. It. So did you know Canada is the has the seventh most armed civilian population in the world? What? No. It's it really. Does. Yeah. What? Se- I do know that seventh most seventh most well armed civilian population. I didn't. I did not know that. I know that in order to own a gun, the regulations are so incredibly steep and strict. It's, it's impressive. You can't just no, no, turn, no. turn 16 and go to Walmart and come home with a shotgun. Like no, I know. Like, or like you go to an arcade in America and you've got that grabber arm and you just get a handgun. Right. <laughs> but I wanted the squeaky toy. I know. <laughs> I wanted a stress relief toy shaped like Batman. And all I got was this Glock. <laughs> Some might say it's also a stress relief toy. But. <laughs> <laughs> so um, there are uh, over 2 million registered guns and 10 million unregistered guns in Canada. Wow. So unregistered doesn't mean they're illegal. They are legally owned. It's just that they're not restricted guns. So if you have your um, possessional and acquisition license, also known as PAL, um, then you're allowed to own non-restricted firearms, which are like... Hunting rifles and shotguns. Uh, so the, restri- these- the restricted guns are the ones that are like seen as like more dangerous. So are these the guns that Trudeau has taken away? Are those now classified as restricted guns? I think, yeah. I th- so can you still own them then? Um, some of them you can't, I don't think, or you like, or some of them are just very hard to own, if you know what I mean, okay. in terms of the restrictions. So, like, my idea of gun culture, like coming from a country where there is no gun culture, is kind of you have no gun culture, and well, no, I guess it's whales, no. right? Well, I mean, you must have hunting guns. Yeah, farmers have them. Yeah, but like, it's not like you, there's not many gun shops around. You don't see people with guns. Typically, a farmer will use it in their land. Honestly, night. I don't. I don't ever see anybody. I've I've never seen anyone with a gun. The only people I see with guns are airport, at the airport. You always see the police with them. Police. Yeah, I, I like, watch, oh, yeah, I watch. I watch a policeman walk by and I see a gun on his hip. I'm like, that's. I don't know. It's weird to see. You don't you just don't see guns in Canada, which is weird if we're the if we own so goddamn many of them. Like I know, I know. And even coming here and I see a police officer with a gun on their hip. I'm like, wow, the police. I always forget. Oh yeah, the police have got guns in the UK. They just have uh, yeah. a, a heavy stick to hit you over the head with. <laughs> And uh, some pepper spray. Oh, they have tasers now as well. 
Oh, that's nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that is nice. An upgrade. But unless unless there's a terror attack, then everyone's got massive machine guns, right. and the police have machine guns at airports and stuff too. Jesus Christ. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they're machine guns. I don't know if I'm using the right term. Anyway, so I posted on a subreddit called R Canada Guns, which has got fifty six thousand members, and I perceived it to be like where a lot of people talk about post new guns they've bought, pictures right. from shooting, and it is it's pretty much. I didn't get the sense that there was any politics in, involved in that in that kind of page. It was a lot of people just talking about, look at my new model, and like really like granular detail on the difference between this one and that one. And this, you know, this gun is more bulbous than that gun. Exactly, exactly. Right. Like, yeah. hey, just got a new more bulb. I've just upgraded my gun to be more bulbous. And so, so, <laughs> but it reminded me of my dad. My dad's really into classic cars, and they'd all meet up and they'd talk about like classic cars and this model came up with this and this the wheels are different on this one and this one's got this kind of suspension right and then it's kind of like people just really into that it's the it's their hobby so you weren't expecting the uh vitriol is that the word i would no, but honestly i let me get into that because i i discovered this on i was browsing i Red, didn't want Red, jesse to know about this i didn't i didn't Reddit. well i i read a little bit of it i didn't go through all of it and then I talked to you about it, and you're like, there's even more. Don't go back and read even more. I'm like, okay, I'll just yeah, stop yeah, reading. Yeah. But, like, tell us. To, uh, I'll read you my post. I, I was, you know what? I'll, let, me, let me get into you, it. You, yeah, you get let into it. Get yeah, into, yeah, yeah. Let me get into it. Let me get into it. So this, the, this was my post. I know nothing about Canadian gun laws or culture. Anyone willing to educate? That was the title. So said, okay, new immigrant from the UK, been here five years and come from a culture where only farmers and fictional cockney gangsters own guns. The idea of gun culture is alien to me. I co-host a podcast that has a fair-sized Canadian audience and really want to talk about this topic, but I want to do it fairly. Our audience is politically diverse, so not causing instant eye roll is important. I need to take the time to understand. Honestly, I believe rural Canada is one of the places where owning a gun is an essential part of life. I get a lot of bears where I live, and the thought of a just-in-case gun crosses my mind, and I'm certain bear spray will just make it more pissed. <coughs> I guess I feel less sympathy towards military-style guns. Do you really need to turn a deer into easy-to-pack mincemeat? Am I wrong? How would you sum up Canadian gun culture? Is it like American culture or distinct in your eyes? What do new Canadians need to know? They need to know how fucking mad they are at you for posting a question like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they weren't. Honestly, most there of... Was so, no, they were so much a, a lot of people, uh, people were upset. Like, they were like, they didn't like... I, I wouldn't say, like, honestly, I'd say most of the people were really helpful. Most of the people, like, they, people were upset because they didn't like, this was the trigger phrase, military style. Yes. I, th I thought it said something other than military style. It said military style was a trigger phrase. I thought for it was like automatic, automatic, uh, machine, automatic weaponry. I said weaponry. military style was, and it was because they said, somebody made a good point of saying, name a gun that isn't military style. Because hmm. all guns are. Water gun? <laughs> still military style. Super Looks like a military gun? style gun. Yeah. Even a Nerf gun is military style. <laughs> Because it's based on a gun, which is primarily designed for killing people. So they were like, the whole thing of like, you can't differentiate any gun away from military guns because they're derivative of what's right. essentially a, a, cool, a tool designed to kill. I, I Now I have my own thoughts and opinions on gun culture, which we can get to later. But uh, I was impressed by the amount of anger thrown at you it was I, I i i dispute that there, there was really there was know, some man. anger but yeah. a lot of people were more and then there was more much more there were there were i i, I you know i scrolled through i didn't go through all of it so maybe it calmed down after a while there was honestly some people spend a long time writing out really long thoughtful posts um just trying to because i asked them to share and they did lots of people did share but like 
your responses are what made me think <laughs> that these people were like so angry because you were just like, you just like the equivalent, literally equi literary equivalent of rolling onto your back and exposing your belly and saying, I submit, I submit because like it was, it was almost <laughs> sad how you'd respond. You're like, no, no, I get it. I totally get it. I'm just a dumb Welshman who doesn't know anything. I'm but, new to Canada. I'm just here to learn. I'm totally an idiot. I'm a fucking moron. You could die. I, I agree with you. I'm a fucking moron. I don't know anything. I'm like, oh, Reese. No, oh, no, 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 no. Stop. If Reece. you read my comments. Stop. It was so self-degrading, man. If you, if you read my <laughs> comments, you'll see that I'm going... I admit that I don't know anything about this world. No, I'm, but like you, you would I'm take it, into, you would take it further. Into, and I would see, I've seen you do this in other instances. And like, I, I see it as a tactic to kind of calm angry people down. And I see it works too, but it's sad that it works because in order for it to work, you literally have to degrade yourself in front of them. Like you fucking moron. You didn't know that I am a fucking moron. I didn't know that. And then they don't know where to go from there. Exactly. <laughs> but right. I, and it works as a tactic, but it's sad. Why is it sad? <laughs> because you have to degrade yourself no, right in front of them <laughs> in order to calm the emotion of the, of the room I, down. Just, just so you know, <laughs> I didn't call myself a moron. I was just, if someone corrected me, I was just like, oh, thanks. I didn't know that. That was, that was, the there left. was, there was some self-degrading. I saw, I'm going to, I'm going to post, I'll post the link to the thread. All so right. People could just I remember themselves. some self-degrading. I remember. <laughs> I don't remember specifically. But anyway, but it, it blew up. We had, it had 40,000 views in 24 hours and we had like 250 comments. And I would like to say that most of the people in that forum were helpful, welcoming, and just trying to be informative. You're going to have to post a link to this episode in that thread no i am they asked me yeah. to. oh they did yeah, okay. yeah no no yeah, I, had, yeah. I had a good chat with everyone honestly as well, well they're gonna and just, just to go <laughs> just to go the extra level everyone was so worried about being portrayed as like maga crazies not everyone i have been <laughs> the 99 percent were right. i've been invited to hang out at gun clubs all across canada just for them to go just come hang out with us we're normal so i uh, and and they, which i which i think is a nice sentiment yeah they they went through a lot of. I actually learned a lot too when I because like so you did read it then. I I didn't read the whole thing. Okay, I, I read like it was the first whenever I came across it. I was like, I was like, oh, this is amazing. How many responses Reese got? Right, and I read a bunch, and I was more amused at the, <laughs> the the drama. Some people were really upset. Some people were really upset, yeah, yeah. and, and I agree with frustrated you, more than anything. I, I agree with you. There were some people who who genuinely spent some time to be nice and calm and civil and to educate you as you asked them to do. Yeah, yeah, and I. I have this thing that if someone's going to try to educate me angrily, I'm just not going to listen to it. I'm just not, I don't care what you have to say is so logical or makes the perfect amount of sense. If you're fucking yelling in my face, I am shutting down. Not it was the internet. Listen. No one was yelling in my face. Well, people were just you know, pounding keyboards. Right, yeah. And you could just ignore those comments if you want. So I, I was I, only engaging with the ones that I felt like. No, exactly. And I they were, they were, but usually if someone's angry and got frustration over something as simple as a post, to me, there are layers below that that cause ra rational people to yeah. feel like that. So rather than avoid it or attack them with a same ferocity, I would much rather lower the temperature just to try and get at the right. core and of what you think. You're good at doing that too, especially in heated arguments. You are. I've, I've seen you do it. Um, I went into this with some preconceived notions of guns, and they actually taught me some stuff. Good. Um, which, which I wasn't <laughs> well, I expecting. Right. <laughs> I wasn't expecting. So, um, you know, I've watched the I forget the names of the people involved. It was after an, another one of the horrible, horrifying school shootings in America. Uh, and they had a gun debate um, with a member of the NRA and a, a fucking teenager. And this was live. I, 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 I'm sorry. I forget the names involved. Um, and, and my, 
I think I've talked to you about this before, Reese, is that my argument is that your opinion on gun regulation and 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 its association to crime, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. All that matters is have other countries tried this and what were their results? And the answer is there have been a lot of fucking countries. I mean a fucking shit ton of countries that have put in very strict, very strict gun regulation laws and subsequently have seen a tremendous drop in gun-related crime. Almost 100% of countries that have done this. So every single worry or fear that that America, let's just say America's goes using the American debate, that Americans have, uh, well, let's fuck it, Americans and Canadians. The Americans and Canadians have about like, oh, if they regulate the guns, if they get rid of these guns, if they take away our guns, then this will happen in crime. Hold on, I, let, me just, let me just finish real quick. I'm, I just think you're, you're confusing the US and the Canadian. I, yeah, let's just stick with America for now. That's a good point. So, you know, all the fear, like, if you take away our guns, then criminals will be able to get guns easier and I won't be able to defend myself. These are fears that every single citizen had in every single one of these other countries. It's not new. These aren't new thoughts. These aren't new opinions. These aren't new fears. All these citizens had the same fears. All these citizens had the same thoughts that you think are original in your head. They're not. Yeah. They've been thought of by millions of other people. Regardless of how those citizens felt, their countries implemented strict gun regulations Anyway, despite people stomping their feet and spitting their, you know, and gnashing their teeth, they did it anyway. And lo and fucking behold, gun-related crime plummeted in every single fucking one of the countries. Now, that's why I am for gun regulation. However, Canada does have it, though. Hold on. (laughs) One of your commenters said something so fucking profound. I'm like, oh, wow. And it was one line. It was a mate. Well, I guess two lines, depending on how you structure your sentence. But it was Canada does not have a gun problem. Canada has a U.S. border problem. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and, 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 honestly, and, and America, we love you, but you know this. Okay, like, come on. We've got I, I, a lot of listeners in America right now, and we we love you for it. I have a lot of American friends. I come on. We love you guys, but we we know you yeah, know yeah. your house is on fire. We we know got, it is. I've got a okay. bunch. I'll get to some really crazy stats on that, but I. I I, I kind of agree with you because I feel like the thing is with Canada and the stats are crazy. Most, there there are very strict gun regulations in Canada and there's a shit ton of guns and there's very few crimes that happen with those restricted guns. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. The, that's, so, the, that's so, the truth of it. So Trudeau restricting even more guns from Canadians who are very responsible gun owners and most of which, which I've learned again from your post, are hunters and they've... I don't yeah, want to. I don't want to take it all away because you've hunt, got a lot to reveal. It's hunting, <laughs> primarily hunting and sport, right? But you're shooting you, paper targets, or they're getting some food. I'm but. not gonna. I, I'm you. You're the one who posted this on Reddit, and you're the one who went through all the responses. <laughs> so I'm not gonna dilute this. No, no, with, no. This with is what good. I've learned. I'm glad that you. I'm glad you went out of your way to read some. It's useful. Yeah. So, so, so that's my. That's my. I mean, like again, my opinion on gun culture. Again, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter my opinion. What matters are the facts. Yes. What countries have done this? What have been the results? If it was a mixed fucking bag of results, then that would be up for debate. Yeah. But it's not a fucking mixed bag. It's nearly 100%. It might be 100% of countries who have done this have seen a dramatic decrease exactly. in gun-related crime. What? That's insane. If there's one thing this whole thing taught me is that Canada doesn't have a problem with how it regulates firearms. 
it has a, like you're saying, it just has a border problem. Yeah, we have the largest illegal unregulated, fight. not unregulated, but the largest unpoliced un or policed protected. border in the world. It is policed. Yeah, border. next, you next, can't, you can't police the entire fucking border. Yeah, next to a country with the most relaxed gun laws, right, in the world. So. Yeah. So uh, I, I I couldn't I, there's no way I could fit all of the comments in this episode. God no! I just selected a few. Okay. So, um, one of them was uh, Canadian gun culture is primarily hunting and then sport shooting and collecting, whereas in the U.S. I'd say the primary culture is not a culture at all. It's literally self defense self defense appliance. Some people buy them like they would have buy a washing machine. Dispassionate, just based on price and maybe features. We do have some appliance gun culture in Canada, but mostly restricted to hunting. This is why, for example, lots of hunters in Canada use the SKS, which is der which is derided derided currently as being a former military Russian semi a former military Russian semi-auto rifle. Why is it popular? Because it's fucking cheap. You can get you can buy one and a literally a lifetime supply of surplus ammo for a couple of hundred bucks, and it could feed your family for the rest of your natural life. It's super important for a lot of lower income families in rural and remote areas. So we go, that's a, a former Russian semi-automatic rifle that is just very good for feeding your family if you live in a rural area. And, and I get it, it's, it's derived from military right. equipment. But I mean, it was it was the semi-automatic that a lot of people touched on. And yes. I think we should we should talk about that because I didn't know either until I read these comments what a semi-automatic, like why would I? I'm just not into gun culture, right? So like my assumption was a saying like a fucking, you know, a machine gun. Me too. Me you know, too. Yeah, which exactly. apparently like Ram is Rambo style. Rambo style, yeah. I thought, but like apparently that's very much not true no, they, at all. They're, they're, they're like heavily restricted in Canada. Right. A and machine so semi-automatic from what I gather, and again, please I, I'm I'm sorry if I'm I'm getting this wrong. I probably am. It's that like it shoots a bullet, but like you, you could, one every time you pull the trigger, every time you pull the trigger bullet. one bullet so as quickly as you can pull that trigger, yeah, yeah, you can yeah. shoot another bullet. And and they're saying like if you have a rifle that shoots one bullet and then you have to reload and you're you're you shot an angry charging bear, that one bullet might not be enough. You know, it might just piss it, it just off. it just it loses an eyebrow and then it's just. <laughs> I'm going to kill the person who took my eyebrow. My face looks uneven. Right. So a semi-automatic weapon in this case isn't for... No, but, know, but also a lot of Taking down alien predators that are coming down to, to hunt Arnold Schwarzenegger. Exactly. It's, it's for... Yeah. And, and that was... Somebody was addressing the fact that I said like mincemeat turning a deer to mincemeat. They were which, like, no. Which is hilarious. No, no. no they, like you literally... <laughs> but also they said from a humane point of view, you often don't kill the Daddy, deer. Daddy, is this... What is this Swiss cheese brown stuff? This is deer hunt. This is, this <laughs> I is, scraped it off a rock. Um, the um, but the, <laughs> but the, the oh, it's so fucking. What they were saying was, what's that noise, mommy? <laughs> Daddy's hunting. <laughs> what, what they were saying was, from a humane point of view, you kill a deer, you don't kill it with the first shot. Often, it doesn't. If you know, if you're a bad shot, you, just you kill it, it with the three hundred and seventieth. <laughs> no, no. What it was saying is, is that you want to be able to take it out as quickly as possible. Throw a grenade after. You don't want to just good measure. Yeah. You don't want to just slowly watch a deer die from a distance. You want I mean, to. It depends on who you are, really. And also, if you like the deer as well yeah. um and the other thing that, which i found was really interesting you know the ar-15 which is the it was a rifle there was a lot of mass shootings in the u.s and the ar-15 was always quoted i've, I've heard of it yeah. I, again i don't know a lot about guns so i, really I think know. that one is now what that was one of the guns that trudeau restricted or trudeau's government restricted in canada but right. 
Yukon conservation offices are specifically by AR-10s because they recommend to the government department that they're probably the best gun for hunting and predator control. And it's a semi-automatic. It's a semi-automatic rifle. Where you so pull the trigger and one bullet comes yeah, out. Yeah, very little difference between the like AR-15 and AR-10. I'm sure the people really into this will know the difference. But my understanding is that even though the government's banned them because they say they don't need them for hunting, they do recommend that exact model to their own team for, for the same reason other people would use it. Okay. Which I find interesting. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, no, you can't have those. They're too dangerous. Oh, let's buy some for, <laughs> for right. Yeah, that's 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 our government. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, somebody uh, really went into detail about the um, the PAL, the license. Just talking about how difficult the, it is. Oh, the new the new license or the license that's currently in place. Yeah, uh, the licenses that do exist. So, okay. like, um, they they were basically talking about the facts. So it was saying that like. The, the restrictions are like there are a lot of restrictions in Canada. So uh, somebody basically titled their reply fun stats, some fun stats. I want to say thank you to that person. And um, the stats were. Um, uh, are we purposely not mentioning I just, usernames? I've copied and pasted. Yeah, yeah. I just thought I'd mention the comments. If you left right. them, thank you very much. So um, it was basically saying that 86% of firearms recovered from criminal activity can be traced to the U.S., um, and a further 10% can't be traced because their serial numbers have been scratched off. Oh, wow. And it's safe to assume that they're probably from the U.S. as well. So only 5% are from registered guns, which are typically stolen. Uh, stolen. Wow. Guns. Okay. So um, so the, the buyback scheme that, that the, the Liberal government brought back in after the mass shooting, they were going to spend $300 million buying guns back. We don't have, we don't have a very large um, gun associated crime rate no in canada do we and 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 while we do have guns we do have a lot of gun regulation and stipulations for owning that gun like i said it's, yeah yeah so the correlation is there it's it may not be like other countries where there's like just fucking no guns you know but like we do have really really heavily regulated laws towards guns and coincidentally very little gun ro- gun crime exactly from those guns from well. from those guns yeah, yeah yeah but it was saying that the government wants to spend 300 million buying back guns from registered owners whose guns don't typically get used to commit crimes um but they they were only giving 250 to slow gang violence and 2 million to increase border security so like they were willing to spend like way more on buying those guns rather than actually spending that 300 million on hey how can we stop guns coming over the border How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. 
Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I mean, honestly, they probably... And like, okay, look, I'm not an expert on border patrol, border security, but like, I think that's a problem that they just can't solve because our border is so fucking big. But that if they threw a few million dollars at like, hey, get, make sure guns don't come across the border, like this will not. This I'm sorry, we can't solve that problem. <laughs> no, I <know>. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like, there's like, it doesn't mean you can't try. I think they have been trying. I think they've been trying for decades, and they're like, it's just too fucking big. But if you're going to spend $300 million to solve gun you crime... You probably need billions to solve the but border you, problem. You should at least spend that $300 million on the border if you've got it. I mean, again, like, you know... So where, where did they spend that $300 million in? Buying the guns back off registered owners. Okay, so maybe that was a stupid mistake, right? Yeah. But, like, my point, playing devil's advocate here, which I think is actually a valid point, is... I, our our border is so unfathomably huge, so insanely large, right? That it's not just making sure guns don't get across the 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 border. It's oh, drugs, everything, everything, People. everything we don't yeah, want everything. coming across. It's not like you know, beep beep beep. We've detected a single gun crossing. Like no, we don't have that technology. There's a gun you know? walking across. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's will three hundred and fifty million dollars solve our border problem or will it not? Yeah. I don't even think it'll make a notch. I think they probably understand what they need to do and the and the amount of money that would be required is off the fucking charts so they're like we might as well not even try when it comes to the border what else do we have yeah they came up with that answer and it's stupid exactly exactly, exactly. <laughs> but, you know but, uh, but throwing that 350 at the border i'm guessing would have had such a little amount of an impact that it might as well have not have happened right, well what place. what about setting up an agency to co- or building a whole department that works on coordinating with american authorities to try and target the guns that are running uh, the, the gangs that are running the guns. I, again, I'm not... You can spend that money on some... Like, not necessarily... Yeah. You're talking about, like, a fence or some sensors or some drones. There's other stuff you can intelligently use surveillance to follow and track and trace illegal guns. You could do sting operations. There's a bunch of stuff you could spend that money right. on. Right. I might, just think... You know, I'm guessing they've already thought of this multiple times, and... Have they? Well, yeah. I'm guessing, and I'm guessing that they're realizing that $350... $350, yeah. $300 $350 million. Oh, it's 300 million. Was it 300 million? Yeah. I don't know where I keep saying the 50 from. It's a drop in the bucket. It's just not going to, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. It's like, are we really, you know what the city really fucking needs? It really needs a car dealership. It's There's no car dealership in this entire city whatsoever. <laughs> we all agree. Do we all agree? We all agree. The consensus is we need a car dealership. All right. How much money do we have? $22? We have, that's it? That's it. Yeah, but it's better than nothing. I mean, that's technically true. Yes, $22 is better than nothing. Thank you for that $22 towards our new car dealership. This is a weird analogy. Well, I mean, the whole idea <laughs> is that $22, while better than nothing, would still do absolutely nothing when it comes to building a car dealership. So I'm guessing $300 million 
again, would do practically fucking nothing when it comes to solving our problems. What about problems. doing it for community policing in areas where the gangs are? Great. Okay. That could work. That could work. Yeah. yeah that's I a got, good idea. Write a letter. Yeah. Send a letter. <laughs> anyway, so, so, so I, yeah, I, I, I'm for, I'm obviously for reducing gun, gun related crime. I think fixing our border is a pipe dream. One that I'd love to happen. Uh, I think where they spent the money is stupid. <laughs> so um, 0.14% of firearm owners will lose their license and their guns this year. You can lose your license for being charged with a violent crime, a medical diagnosis like depression or Alzheimer's, or even getting an unpaid speeding ticket. Uh, the government runs a background check on every single morning at 6 a.m., 365 days a year. If anything, on everybody. Yeah. Oh, no, on gun owners, on the people. With well, that's the what I mean. Not yeah, everyone who owns yeah, a gun. Yeah. And the, the RCMP will appear at your door at lunch by lunchtime to confiscate your, your guns. I read that comment before, actually. I, yeah, yeah. That, that I found that. I think that's a good system. That's a little insane. A little insane, um, but again, like it seems to be working. But I love what I loved about this one was the unpaid parking ticket. That's a little it's a crime. Well, I mean, jaywalking is a fucking crime, you know. Like, there's is, is there's it, misdemeanors. I that, cross the road wherever I want because you can in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> We've actually increased the fines for jaywalking in Halifax. Just as a side note, Halifax has more jaywalkers than any other place in all of Canada. I believe that's true. If you try and arrest me in the middle of a the road, then you're just as guilty because you're going to come <laughs> and find me. They'll wait for you. To <laughs> like, I think it's like a thousand dollar fine for jaywalking yeah. now in Halifax, which is insane. So, and, and if anyone in Halifax is listening to this and you don't know this, jaywalking, the definition of jaywalking is impeding the flow of traffic. It's not disobeying a fucking sign. That's not what jaywalking so if you, means. So if you block cars to cross the road. If you block cars to cross the road, that is jaywalking. If you're walking across the road at three like, o'clock in the morning and it says- Like Dustin don't, Hoffman. But if there's like, if you're at three in the morning and there's a, a don't cross crosswalk sign in front of you, but there's no fucking cars for miles on either side and you say, fuck it, I'm ignoring that don't cross the crosswalk sign and you walk, that is not jaywalking. Good. There you Thanks. go. Just letting you know. <laughs> I reckon you should have a license. The more you should have you a know. license to jaywalk, right? You should have to do a test. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, uh, so so to go back, so um, when the massacre happened in Nova Scotia, all of the guns were illegally obtained because the gunman did not have a license. So all of the guns that were used were smuggled into Canada from the U.S. or obtained illegally. Okay. So, which kind of, kind of, which kind of, when they offered the buyback thing for license things, it kind, you, you know what I mean? It, it, there's a, there's a, it doesn't, it wouldn't address the problem. Whereas I felt good when they announced they were going to buy back all those guns because I didn't quite understand the issue. Looking back now, mm-hmm. that buyback would have made no difference. Right. In that particular instance. In that particular instance. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas I felt warm and fuzzy and was like, yeah, good work. So it doesn't make, it's so, it's, it's so strange. And, and again, like. So yeah, after after learning what you know, reading these comments and learning about, they're they're taking guns from responsible gun owners who are using it mainly for hunting and hobbyists. Uh, don't, don't get me wrong, as a, like as a hobby in the UK, you don't need guns. In Canada, you do need guns in in, in if, especially in rural areas. In rural areas, yeah, not necessarily in cities. You know, not for protection. No, 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 you know? no. But if they're looking at the crimes and they and they're they're reacting, if the if the government is reacting to the crimes. I don't, I think that this is, it's weird, man. It's weird. And, and this has happened also, by the way, I could be wrong, but I think Trudeau did this right after another mass shooting in the States. Trudeau, I've noticed, 
And again, I'm not pro or against Trudeau. I, I kind of like that he eats babies. I think it's a you know a neat little thing. Oh, we'll it's, like a, it's like a party trick. Yeah, yeah. You know, like falling downstairs and eating babies. Look how many babies I can eat at once. You know. Yeah. It's, um, but I've seen. I kind of just like out of the corner of my eye, I'm like, huh, that's weird. After some big thing happened in the states, he makes an amendment to Canadian law that mirrors that issue. Like, I believe... Oh, yeah, it's, it's kind of... There's something about, like, gay marriage that was a big debate in the States, and then he did something. Yeah. I, I, I honestly forget the details, but, like, I've seen this happen, like, two or three times with Trudeau, and it's always progressive and liberal, which I'm all for. I'm like, oh, sweet, yes, who doesn't want more, you know, less restrictions on your liberty and and more, you know what I mean? Like, it's but it's always lately just been, like, kind of mirroring an event that's happening in the States. I'm like, that's yeah, interesting. It's, it's, there's an opportunistic element to, yeah. and I've realized that that buyback scheme and the thing was, I need to say something big right now that doesn't necessarily tackle the issue. Right. I'm going to say something big, make everyone feel better. It'll make, it made the headlines around the world. My, my family in the UK saw the headline that Canada right. was going to buy back all the, the assault rifles and all this kind of stuff. So he, he knows what he's doing. He did it. He played it really well. Yeah. Did it solve the issue? No. Will no. it have any long-term consequences on gun crime or potentially mass shootings like this again? No, but it's, it's called politics. Right. You know, I hate it. It's, it's, I hate it. I hate it. And so it's a much. culture war. The problem is, though, is that I see this from this. I see it as urban versus rural in terms of the divide here. Sure. Which is not helpful because that is a big dividing line between a lot of um, countries in the world, US, here, where you have the largely uh, more conservative rural versus more aggressive urban. Yeah. It just drives more of a wedge between. Um, and don't, don't get me wrong, like Polyev does exactly the same thing in a different way on the other side. It's but it's it's kind of reasonable people are being wed, having these wedges put between. And you know what I and speaking of that wedge, and I wanted to address some some of the comments and a lot of comments on this Reddit thread uh, talked about talked down to city dwellers in Canada, like as if it was us versus them. And I thought that was a lot of the time though people don't understand because they've never lived in a rural context. Sure, but I I just feel that they were a lot of the commenters were again like putting a wedge between city dwellers and rural dwellers and talking about city dwellers as if they were useless and laughing at them, making fun of them, saying, you know, like how like, oh, I've seen it when the power goes out and they don't know how to feed themselves and they're totally useless and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, sure. And they're talking like they don't know how to change a car and they don't know how to, change, know how to change, change a their, car. Change a car. Change a tire in a car is what I meant. Not change a car. <laughs> yeah, transformer noise coming. Yeah. <laughs> get out of one car, get into another car. Exactly. Technically changing a car. Yeah. They don't know how to change a tire. They don't know how to change their oil. Yeah. They don't know how to, you know, they don't know basic they don't know basic survival. They don't know how to start a start set a start a fire if their power goes out. They don't and, know how to wear a moose's head like a hat. Right. <laughs> but like, and here's my here's my argument for that is they don't need to. You're correct. Uh, the, the, I'm saying oh, it's not, this. It's, I'm not saying this. it's not an important part of your daily life. Well, hold on. They're correct. I'm, I'm speaking directly to the commenters who have made these comments. It's like, yes, you're correct, but that's okay. That's why you move to the city. The city is where these things are 
you know, kind of in this promise of like, move to the city. These things are taken care of for you. We've got all, we've collected your food and put them in a building. You know, you can just go to the building and get your food. You know, if your car breaks down, we've got people to take care of that for you. So, Oh, you don't even need a car. You don't even need a car. So, but like the people who are making these comments at the end of a long day of cutting wood and hunting moose and like changing your, your, your changing your car, <laughs> changing the oil in your car, which are, Granted, really impressive, okay? And these are impressive things. You probably want to relax and watch TV, right? And, and watch a movie. Well, the people who made that movie, as an example, they spend so much of their waking life studying film, studying writing, studying the, the, the proper way to format a script, the proper way to direct an actor, the proper way to score a piece, all to an obsessive point to come to a head to make a movie that you really enjoy. And if they'd watered down their time, which is an infinite resource, a, f a finite resource. Or changing tires. Change, changing tires and Hunting learning how to cup wood and hunt food, then they wouldn't be nearly as good a filmmaker for you to enjoy what they've made. So they go to the cities where all those things can be taken care of. So yes, when you're in a city studying how to be uh, you know, an, an orchestral player or a filmmaker or a writer for you to enjoy. Yeah, when the power goes out, you know, you're not gonna know what to do. You don't have training just in drinking that. Their own piss out They're of drinking their own piss. So like I agree with you that city dwellers, they don't know how to take care of themselves in the time of crises, but like that's okay. We need each other. Yeah, you know, fine. during the that's apocalypse, you, we, need, we need, our city dwellers are going to come to you, our urban dwellers, and say, help us. We don't know what we're doing. Exactly. I don't know how to fucking cut wood. We're going to come to you because we don't know how. You know? And then we'll sing to you or something. And then we'll sing to you. <laughs> <laughs> can, I have a bit, can I have a bite of your moose? I'll, but uh, the whole I'll, perform, I'll yeah. perform a short play for you. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, again, the point is, is it shouldn't be. Us versus them. It no, no, no. We're a community. One is better than the other. It's just one is different than the other, and we need each other. Yeah, exactly. You know? But yeah. also, but also as well, like there's, if you have a, a a mobility issue or a disability, a city is an easier place to live because the countryside isn't. Um, sure, you know, so, yeah. and they're part of our community. They're part of a society. If if you have that kind of disability, so you know, every can I buy a moose off of you? I'll put a play on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I, I think, but with, I think, with the I, dead think moose carcass but I think that yeah. anger is a consequence of the wedges that have gone in because, yes. because they go, well, I do, I choose not to live in a city or maybe I can't afford to move to a city or I don't want to move to a city because this is where I live. Sure. But it doesn't mean you have to dislike the people who do. You just go, well, right. it's my choice to live and work or I want to. That's part of living in Canada. And, um, I mean, I'm someone who has always lived on the outskirts of a city because I work in the kind of industry you described. Yeah. But I don't like living in cities, so I've I don't like. Lived, I've always lived on the yeah. outskirts. I, I, Halifax is barely a fucking city, and I, I don't even like living in. I mean, <laughs> exactly, but the so so I think that like the problem is is that there is those wet cultural wedges, and like politics doesn't help because people come to those conclusions and are angry about those things. Yeah, because of those wedges, and because yeah. but because as well though you got people like progressive liberal cities. Uh, which have the control of legislation and where all these decisions are made, making these kind of calls that affect rural life. Right. And suddenly and they're like, oh, I've got to get rid of all these hunting rifles I use to fight. So we did that. You brought it all the way back. That was good. No, but exactly. But, <laughs> but that's my point. We don't need these wedges. It, it, no, we it should be It should be fine. Like, and, uh, and I've been actually, you know what, speaking, and it is, it, when you find yourself making a wedge, when you find yourself pointing fingers and saying them versus us, yeah, you know, you versus me, them versus us, 
it's not helpful. It's, no. it's just not. And even I, you know, I'm, I'm left leaning. I would consider myself uh, liberal leaning, you know, whether that be liberal or NDP or the fun liberals, the party that we're going to be making, you know, or the green party even. Yeah. yeah you know, you like them now. I do like them now. You know, I'm, it's no secret that I wouldn't vote conservative and I don't share a lot of conservative values, but I've spoken with my friend who was part of the NDP and as uh, he was working in the NDP and he, and he moved over to the conservatives and I talked to him about it and, and, and we had a long talk about it and, and it shouldn't, a lot of the problem is it's an us versus them mentality. It's, it, it's what creates vilification and hero worship. It's what creates this sort of, as I've been saying for years, a wrestling event of politics, right? And what we need, we need both sides. We need yeah. both sets of opinions. And what we really need is someone in the middle to translate for us, both both people, because we need, we, we, we can't, if we were just, you know what I mean? Like it's... No, I'll tell you what we need is we don't need leaders who try and score points against the other side. Thank you. To yes, rally up. Exactly. To, yeah, 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 to, to yeah. jeer up and so solidify one side, we should be doing is the reasonable right thing for both sides, yeah. regardless who got you there. As an example, I don't believe that the number one thing we should be doing is making more jobs and protecting jobs and, and protecting the economy as the number one thing only ever, 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 nothing else matters. And I see that in a lot of conservative talk, like a lot, even with people like personal conservative friends of mine say, speak exactly like that. And I do not share yeah. those values. However, I do see its importance. And I don't say it's one thing or, or the other. I, I don't say just because I don't believe that that's the, the value, that that value has no say whatsoever, you know? And so- that's where I, that's why I believe we need to come together. Even yeah. if I don't have your values, doesn't mean that I don't see it's important. It's called civil society. <laughs> well, yeah, we don't have that here in Canada, like, right? You know, like yeah. But, but anyway, so again, come, with, come, again come with gun culture is, you know, if we can remove and anger is a big problem. We have to remove the anger. If when you can remove the anger, then there's more of a chance for understanding someone's value system that you might not share. Yeah. You know, and that, that doesn't necessarily mean we need to convince people to adopt your value system, but having them understand it is such a huge fucking step. It's huge. It is. You know, sorry. But my, 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 I've come up with a new slogan for myself. My, my new, my mantra in life okay. from this is the, um, the echo chamber is the real enemy. Oh, oh my God. Absolutely. Because, because, absolutely. because, uh, before I, before this post, I genuinely, was anything I would have read in like the news about like the, the stuff Trudeau had done. I was like, oh, that's good. That's good. But now I understand like the layers to it a lot more because I was educated by the kind Canadians in that subreddit who took the time to... Very, very, very few kind Canadians. No, most of, most, <laughs> I, I refute that. Most of them were very kind. Most of them were very kind. And also, I've pretty much been invited to a gun club in every province just to go and hang out and shoot that's guns amazing. whenever they want. Now, I, I did find it kind of funny that almost every single one of the comments came from Alberta. No, they didn't. I, the ones that I read, I read well, a lot of them. I, I feel like you've got a very warped... Go back and read them. Yeah. They were, I've been invited to gun clubs in every province. Really? Literally every province. PEI. I've been messaging... Yeah. Have you been invited to a gun or club? Or maybe not PEI. PEI. Okay. Yeah. It's too small, they can't <laughs> have gun ranges there. <laughs> Everyone can hear it. <laughs> um, we went off a little tangent, and by we, I mean me. Yeah. So I apologize. Were there any more comments that you wanted? No, no. To but the one thing I wanted to say was that are this, we out of comments? No, I, I've kind of I just I grabbed some of the ones that were there, but um, those the, the, I wanted to end on the fact that this problem isn't going to go away because 
a Glock handgun trafficked from the U.S. Um, costs most gun trafficking from Texas, for instance, 100% of the marketplace was Mexico. Wow. But now they're saying that like that has grown to like 70% and 30% of, of handguns um, that are being smuggled out of America are coming to Canada. So whereas you can you can sell a Glock in Mexico for $500, you can sell it for somewhere in the region of six to $8,000 in Toronto. Holy shit. So this is a business opportunity for criminals that is right. too good to miss. Why would, yeah. you, why would you go south of the border when you can go north and make 10 times the money? Unbelievable. Wow. So that is the real problem we need to solve. Because yeah. it's I, not I, going I did, to go away. <laughs> I did. I feel bad. I ranted a lot. I had a lot to say on this topic. I did rant a lot. We should be grateful to the people who who gave us all that. I am yeah. grateful. I learned a lot about this. I, I I I I did take up a lot of your time. Can you read some more of the comments that you? I just don't want. I want to give them their credit. If you. Oh no no. I, honestly, I cherry picked a bunch of them because there was. You only read like two said, though. I, I read, no. I read about three or four, just did, in chunks. Did you have I've, any more? I've selected bits. If I will post the link to that chat, uh, the link to that post, and the comments in the episode show notes. Okay. There are like 250 comments. There's no way we could have featured them all. It took me ages to say thank you to all the people who'd kind of taken the time. I tried to reply to as many as I could. Wow. To say thank you. That's really interesting. Thank you for sharing. Blah, blah, blah. You know. And also, I'm, I've been, like, people were people were in my DMs um, <laughs> as well. So Shooting into your DMs. Yeah, yeah, but one guy collects, like, historical guns. He's got, like, really old guns and stuff. Really, like, history, he's a history buff, and he loves... Wow. He's, gonna, he's offered to take me... I'm going to, he's offered to let me shoot like some kind of ancient musket. That's cool. Which is cool. So That's you, so cool. So, <laughs> I'd love to shoot an so, old musket. Are you kidding me? Um, so honestly, you must have had to be, you know, I've, like, I've made a imagine bunch. hunting with an old musket. You'd have to be really, really skillful. I didn't expect when I made that post to make a bunch of friends and I did. So, wow. And I'm not, I'm never going to be a gun person. I'm no, just not a gun person at all. If, if, if I'm going to kill someone, it's going to be with a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not into hunting. I'm like, I've done target shooting and stuff like that before, but it, I just, it's hard to not like respond to that kindness of warmth with, right. with taking the time to get to know people. So it was nice. Yeah. And I feel educated now too. And I hope our audience does too. So to take away from this, it was a political move, uh, right off the heels of a hot topic. We're attacking the wrong problem. We're attacking we're hot topic in the States. Trudeau reacted as a political move to make himself look good, uh, by, um, providing a solution that the world will look at as like, oh, that sounds good, but in the nitty gritty isn't actually helping anything, uh, but it's actually harming the responsible gun owners that have gone through hell and high water just to own a gun through Canada's incredibly strict regulations. If they get a speeding ticket, they lose them, that kind of stuff. Right, yeah, and it's it was a political move that's actually harming our country's citizens rather than helping. And also, if you've got 10 beans and you could only spend those beans on fighting this problem, he spent most of them on a solution that didn't fight the actual problem. Right. Whereas, you know, we could have been more creative in how we could actually tackle what little gun drones control. with big magnets. <laughs> the you the, took the you took the words right out of my mouth. That yeah, was, yeah, just yeah, big exactly. cartoon magnets. Yeah. So that, like a truck goes past, <laughs> you fly out the back and just <laughs> Anyway, thanks very much, everyone. Thanks so much. So uh, this was call, a big one, but this it was, was a big, big topic yeah. to tackle. So call to action: uh, click the link in the show notes. Read you don't know what show notes. note is? Just it's look. It's on the app. Yeah, yeah. It's just like quickly click the podcast on the app. There's a bunch of words there, and there's a link to Reddit. Exactly. You can go and read some of the uh, very angry comments that uh, they're not. Really <laughs> okay, so go and judge for yourself whether they're angry. This some frustration. 
some anger, but mo- mostly uh, people try and <laughs> people try and to calm themselves and explain to someone who doesn't understand their culture. Yeah, it's fine. It's good. Fine. Yeah. Good. Uh, so we'll, we'll be back behind the paywall next week. Uh, thank you again to all of our new patrons. Thank you so much for for helping us uh, to grow the show. We're using yes. that money to advertise and to do fun sort of promotional ideas, such as the whole cassette idea, which I think we might even have a couple left if you still we want do to have join. a few stragglers. A few stragglers left if you want to join our Patreon. We I, we I did send some out as well. I sent some to some of the political leaders, and I put the cassette in a brown envelope, and I didn't put a letter in there, <laughs> so just going to get an unsolicited audio cassette to like Trudeau's <laughs> office. <laughs> Someone is going to have to listen to that cassette in Ottawa for security reasons, and it's just us being dicks on a cassette. Can we do that again, but just like fart in the mics for like an hour and a half, where they'll have to listen to us fart for an hour and a half because that's their job. So, if you work in security in Ottawa, um, I'm very sorry. I'm not. You're gonna ruin your afternoon. Or Brent. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. Sticking us in your ear holes. Talk to you soon. See you in a couple weeks. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there.